Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WYGM Orlando. WJRR HD2 Cocoa Beach. We are football. We are FM 96.9, the game. Hey, Magic fans, this is Coach Moles from the Orlando Magic, sending you back two guys who play with pace and space. Now back to In the Zone. Welcome back to the show, In the Zone, here on FM 96.9, the game. It is time now for our In the Zone player of the night. And why look any further than right here in our own backyard, it's a coal, coal world. Santero on the pitch out to Anthony. Three-point shot. Got it. Anthony circling. Dialed in as Cole Anthony in the first half. My goodness. Paolo pitches it ahead to Ingles. Brought back to Paolo. Stepping into the middle. Nice ball. Cole Anthony from Paolo Banchero. Anthony. Tough shot. Ridiculously efficient. 8 of 12 from the field. Cole dropped 20, led the team in scoring, and had 8 boards on top of it. Solid effort, playing like a guy that just got the bag. He is our In the Zone Player of the Night, presented by Hourglass Brewing. Stop by, say hi, grab yourself a delicious local beer. They've got something for every flavor over there. Hourglass Brewing with two locations, one in Longwood, that's my stomping grounds, and the other on Curry Ford. They call that their district location. Hourglassbrewing.com to keep up with all the latest on their menu, and we've got a big-time announcement that's going to be coming up in the next couple of weeks in terms of our partnership with Hourglass Brewing. I am so tired, but I'm happy, and I will take happy tired over sad and well-rested any day of the week. So that's where I'm at. How do you feel, Tyler? I mean, come on. We we talked about it before the show, and you said to me, you forgot about how hard it is to fall asleep after an electric night in the Amway Center. Impossible. A 30-point win to open up the season against the Houston Rockets. The Magic couldn't have drawn it up any better. I mean, what, what an environment. What a win. What a performance. Man, 1 through 15. And I'm with you. I was staring at my popcorn ceiling. I think... I think I got to 32,000 and stopped last wow, night. that's it? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely a reminder. Uh, it's been like this every year. I think this year is going to offer up some exhilarating moments. Uh, it, it's pretty much any time we have a Magic game, just the excitement in the building, even if the game is bad, just getting revved up for the broadcast and the post game and, and all of that, just the game day atmosphere. But when the game is good and the Magic win – then, yeah, it's virtually impossible. I'm, I, I settled down on, I always sleep on the couch. I don't want to wake Mallory up, so I always sleep on the couch on game night. So I just I just kind of snuggle up on the couch. It was like 11.15, 11.20. I had the Spurs-Mavs game on in the background. I'm like, this is perfect. I get to bed now, I'll get some good rest. And, yeah, just stared. Just the, My eyes would not close. Last night was incredible. So that was amazing. Do not let anybody tell you different. 
Season opening wins are something that only half of the league gets to experience, and you want to be on that half. That is in the zone math for you, Tyler. That's right. Nailing it right out of the gates. Uh, But not only to win, but to win by 30 makes it that much better. And I am fully aware that the Magic will be on the other side of this at some point throughout the season. Every team in the league is on the negative end of a blowout. Uh, just That's just the way the league works. Everybody has those games where they just simply don't show up or they get outplayed and they don't have the energy, whatever it is. Shots aren't falling, defense lags, but there's a whole lot to like. Cole Anthony dropping 20 points right after getting paid. That was good vibes. Jonathan Isaac playing well. He's on SportsCenter's top 10 for the block that he had on uh, Jalen Green. Weathering the storm in the third quarter and that run that Houston went on, that's a really good sign for this Magic team that struggled in situations like that. That's usually what young teams struggle in third quarters. Even if you've played well for a half, all of a sudden the, the game can change on a dime and you still have another quarter to play. And among all of the good, I think my favorite part of this entire experience from last night for the Magic was that they won by 30, and I still feel like there was meat left on the bone. I actually look at this game last night and go, okay, let, let's also consider the fact that Paolo was passive last night. The Magic didn't really make the most of their second-chance opportunities. They had a ton of them. They didn't shoot the ball well from three. It's not like they just... This is sort of what happens throughout the ebbs and flows of an NBA season. Anybody, because everybody shoots the three so much, anybody can just get hot one night, and they're impossible to beat. That's not what happened. So if you ask me what's better than a 30-point win, I would tell you a 30-point win with room to grow. And that's what I saw last night. The Magic actually won by 30, and I went, there's things that weren't there last night. That That's exciting. Are you telling me that you're getting negative about a positive BK? You hater. Just kidding. I'm <laughs> just uh, playing. Being silly I'm telling here. you, it, could, it was great last night, and that wasn't the peak. Usually when the Magic win by 30, it's not going to get any better than that. So I'm not going to promise that all of the uh, diffs, the differentials throughout the season will be this drastic. Because Houston played bad, so that's a big part of it. But Paolo didn't go off. Even Franz. Franz started the game great from a scoring perspective. He didn't do much in the second half. So it was uh, all around just pure bliss as far as a game one goes. When you just look at a box score without a final score, and you scroll down and you see that a team shot 9 of 34 from deep for 26.5%, you go, that one might have been ugly. And then you look up and it's a 30-point win in that team's favor. Although the Magic weren't striping it up from deep last night, they started well early on, which really got the momentum going and got the crowd involved, got the fans involved, and then they just never really let up on it. Paolo Bancaro, that was a career-low six shot attempts last night. He has never shot at, uh, less than six shots in a single game, and he finished with five early assists there too. So he learned early on. For whatever reason, the the ball wasn't finding it in his hands to score. He was facilitating. He was dishing. He was getting the ball in the right spot. I also I think the defense for the Magic was sharp last night. I think you felt the Jalen Suggs factor. Jalen Green couldn't get anything going, especially in the first half. And then he finishes the game with just 10 points on the night of 2 of 10 shooting. He's an electric scorer. And Jalen Suggs, I credit 
for Jalen Green's off night last night. You get the spark from Jonathan Isaac back. I joked with you at halftime um, of the game last night on air that that was 43 points is the lowest that the Magic have held a team to uh, in a half all season long. Doy. and But still, you look up at 86 points at the end of the night. That's yeah. impressive. So that was in, uh, 43 in the second half. Yeah, it was 43 apiece yeah. for Houston. That's impressive, whether it's opening night or the final night of the season when none of the stars are playing. You hold an NBA team to 86 points. Defensively, you got to walk away from that proud. Absolutely. So the Magic didn't play their best game offensively, but they played really good, and they were, they were good across the board. Um, I don't think that the Palo thing is a problem. It's just interesting that they won by 30 and Palo had 12 points and only got up six shots. Usually you're not going to see that. He's going to play a bigger role offensively. What I love about him as a player is that he's so patient. He, like so many of the greats, and we haven't seen the, I don't think that we've seen enough examples of him turning it on to the highest degree and being the best player on the floor. You see the potential there. But all the greats do the same thing. They feel the game out at the start. They're almost unassuming in their approach. They get other guys' opportunities. They might pick their spots here and there with scoring. And then all of a sudden you're like, hey, how does so-and-so only have six points and the next thing you know they have 28? Paolo is doing that. And that that's what I like to see is that he's kind of like, it just feels like he's pacing himself. And that's somebody who's playing with confidence. When you know you don't have to hit the ground running, go 100 miles an hour right out of the gate. Not only confidence, but experience, which is something that you want to be saying in year two. Paulo Bencaro was great last year. It's why he was Rookie of the Year. Now he has things in his ability and the play itself that will we hope to see jumps from in year two compared to year one. But look at Paulo Bencaro. He's coming off his first year in the NBA, a loaded summer, of being features in movies for the Gran Turismo, for playing FIBA World Cup ball. He's had a busy summer. He's probably already has slightly tired legs just through training camp preseason in game one. That's experience and maturity in Paulo saying, I don't got to go for 30 tonight for us to win by 30. That's trust in his teammates. That's him saying, yep, I'll be the disher tonight. I'll take a step back. Franz is going. Cole is going. We're getting the 11th through 15th man in the game tonight for yeah. quality minutes. I'll take a step back. That's maturity. As a rookie, you're, oh, my God, what can I do right now? You're like a little jackrabbit. <laughs> you just want to make you want to do good, make something happen. He's vet Paulo at this point Absolutely. after what we saw last night. For those that, for those of you listening, I know this Orlando big-time hospitality market. Uh, I've certainly dabbled over the course of, um, of my um, adult life in terms of working in that world. I would I would equate it to Paolo's like the head bartender at the restaurant and last night he was like, "You know what? You guys pour the drinks, you guys serve the food. I'm going to I'll be a food runner. I'm just going to run food. I'm just going to take food out of the out of the window. I'm going to run it to tables. No ego there. This is what I'm useful for tonight, and so let's do that." Jamal Mosley talked after the game his biggest takeaway from last night. I think the, the biggest thing for us is the growth in our, our maturity level that we, you know, you, you started with the lead and you sustained the lead and, you know, didn't let it get away from us for the most part uh, and being mature enough to handle success. And that's just what I told them before in the locker room, being able to just say, you know, act like you've been here before, because at the end of the day, you don't want to celebrate the, the one win. You know, you, you're, you enjoy it, 
but know that we have to get to work tomorrow. Win or lose, we're getting back to work the right way every single day. Yeah, great message. It looked like the Magic were going to let this one slip. They were clearly the better team in the first half. And then the Rockets came out firing in the third quarter. I believe the disparity after a critical timeout was 16-9 to in favor of Houston. And then the Magic wound up winning the quarter 33-26. to So that was a huge, it was like a 24-7 to run by the Magic at the end of the quarter. Cole Anthony was asked if this win validates their progress that they've made. It's going to validate it maybe for the next like 30 minutes. And then we got to we got practice tomorrow and then we go on a tough road trip out to on the West Coast. So, I mean, I think for us, like it's, it's awesome that we went and got that first one. We can enjoy it maybe for another 30, 40 minutes, maybe maybe the night. I don't know. But we got to get back to work tomorrow because this is we, we didn't we didn't come here to win one game. We, we didn't put all this work in to just win one game. We want to keep doing what we're doing and be used to this. If you saw the Magic out partying last night, I want to know. They deserved it, but they're locked in right now. This team has a different level of focus. 508-57, I would love to know what you guys think of the win, what you make of that. I had somebody from the office pop in to the studio right before the show started today and said, was that win because the Magic are really good or because the Rockets are really bad? And I'm, I'm imagining this is the same conversation that's happening around offices around Orlando today. Yeah, and what what answer did you give him there? Which way did political. you lean on? I said, it? "Are you okay with me saying both?" Uh, that's that's how. <laughs> I mean, it, it's. I think the Rockets are going to be okay. I that was them breaking in new pieces with a new coach who has not had time to implement his system. The Rockets have some really interesting pieces, but to think that they were going to come out and have it all put together in game one, I think was unrealistic. I'm not saying I, that I was on yesterday's show saying, yeah, the Magic are going to win by 30 tonight because the Rockets have those pieces that if they get hot shooting, they're going to be really tough to stop, even if they're not connected and cohesive and all of that. But the shots weren't falling last night. Magic played good defense. The Magic are going to win games like that against uh, lesser teams that don't have themselves figured out and are having an off night. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about the Houston Rockets, who are one of the highest-scoring teams all of last season. They ended up only winning 22 games because they – uh, didn't know what the word defense was as a whole. It was all offense, and they just—I think they would reverse cherry pick every time on defense last year. The Rockets—they'd the, all five would just stay on offense, let the other <laughs> team go down, score one fifty every night. But yeah, it's definitely new pieces that they got to figure out. New head coach and Ime Udoka, and I think why the the diff at the end of the night, the thirty point win for the Magic, it's because Houston was missing those shots. Now it's a very simple thought of. Oh, if the opponent makes shots, the game is closer. Well, yes, in the scoreboard, that that is true. If the other team is, is shooting at a high percent, the game is going to be closer. But you think about the momentum of a game. That's where an, your opponent missing shots and capitalizing on that shifts the whole confidence, the whole momentum for your team, especially when you're at home in front of that crowd. The Rockets did play catch-up there in the third quarter, but that was their spark. That was their run. Normally, that would put the Magic down 12, down 15, and the Magic playing catch-up. They were up 15 or 20. Houston got their spark to go on their little run, and the Magic said, okay, we're going to leave you in the dust now because that was that's what you get right there. Every team is going to have a run in, throughout the game. Yeah. It's going to happen. How do you answer it? The good teams know how to answer runs. The Magic showed last night they might be one of those teams, and it's really refreshing to see. More in the zone coming at you next. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.